it's bordered by. Also, we'll speak about a, a clear understanding of what this part actually is, its definition, its function. And our practice is to stay with that part and just sensing and feeling into it. Of course, as we go through the body, some of the parts will be much easier to sense into and others may be less so. And we'll just work with what's present within us as we sense into these areas, what is evoked physically, what perhaps is evoked mentally, emotionally, so that in some ways these foundations of mindfulness of the body, the feelings, the states of mind naturally arise, but we enter in through the doorway of this fathom-long body. Our history is here inside the body. This is the vehicle that we awaken into. So let us now recite verbally these first five parts. Head here, body here, nails, teeth, skin. 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 And now silently saying these five parts within you. And so sensing now into the head hairs. And of course, uh, each of our head hairs may have different colors. Blonde, brown, gray, reddish, black, maybe dyed. And just becoming aware of its color, the shape. Like a lawn of grass, some short, some long. The direction, the head here, of course, is found above the waist. The location, it's protruding from the top of the head. And the delimitation, it's bordered by the face, the back of the neck. So just bringing awareness into head here. Some of us may have more here, some less so. The head hairs are thread-like outgrowths from the skin of mammals, thin, flexible shafts of hardened cells. Head hairs are constantly shedding and being replaced by new hairs. An average scalp has about 100,000 head hairs. Its function is to keep the top of the head protected and for temperature regulation, and also from protection from ultraviolet light exposure. So sensing into head here and just acknowledging what arises in the body. There's any thoughts, any emotions, and just letting it be. 
head here. Like with the practice of the breath and the body, if the mind wanders off, noting the wanderings and coming back, head here, sensing, feeling, head here.
Now gently shifting from here on the head to here on the body. Again, the different colors of hair on the body, from lighter to darker, some areas thicker. Body hair is found both above and below the waist, and bordered by the skin. It also has its function to help protect the body from ultraviolet light exposure, temperature regulation. These body hairs are also thread-like outgrowths from the skin of mammals, thin, flexible, flexible shafts of hardened cells. Every three to five months, there's a replacement of new eyebrows, which consists around 450 hairs. It's said that in a lifetime, an average lifetime of a person, that nose hair will grow around six feet. Of course, it keeps on getting cut off. But so many hairs, hairs on the face, for some on the chest, the back, of course, under the arms, on the arms, the belly, the buttocks, the anal region, the groin, the legs, sometimes fine hairs in the feet, so many different places, body hair. No doubt, no matter how much we try to shave it off, it comes back. Body hair. These thin, flexible shafts of hardened cells bringing awareness to the body, hair on the body, body hair. Sensing into it, being aware of what arises in the body, in the heart, being present, body hair.
body here. Just gently transitioning to nails. This pertains to both fingernails and toenails. The color is mostly clear unless, of course, we paint them. In the path of purification, they describe the shape as being like fish scales. And these nails are found both above and below the waist, located in the fingers and toes, and bordered by the skin underneath the fingers and the toes. In fingernails and toenails, they're made of a tough protein called keratin. And we share this with our fellow mammals of animals that have hooves and horns. It's made of the same substance. The deer horns and the antlers made of keratin, just like our fingernails and toenails. Nails are a horn-like structure located at the end of the fingers and toes and they form flat plates. Each nail is composed of a root in the body. The root fastens the nail to the finger or the toe by fitting into the groove in the skin. The only living part of the nail is within the root. A fingernail or toenail takes about six months to grow from base to tip. 
Its function is that it protects sensitive skin areas underneath the nail. May you be useful at times for cutting and picking up things. And nails also act as a counterforce when the finger touches an object, thereby enhancing the sensitivity of the fingertip. So bringing awareness into fingernails and toenails, sensing into nails, whatever it evokes, Of course, nails are prone to fungus and different things. So just being present with toenails, fingernails.
And so within this practice, just paying attention to what gets evoked, maybe memories of biting fingernails, tapping them on the desk, getting you in touch with worries, fears, whatever's present as you be with nails. Fingernails, toenails, Now gently shifting from nails to into your mouth and into teeth. Of course, the color of teeth is white or yellowed. There's various shapes, including incisors, canines, premolars, and molars. The direction, of course, found above the waist, located in the mouth and bordered by the gums, rooted into the gums. <coughs> In adults, there's actually 32 teeth. These are bony, calcified projections in the jaws that serve as the organs for chewing food. Every individual has two complete sets of teeth during life, the first sets are called primary teeth. And they are lost by around the age of 14 and are replaced by permanent teeth. There's 20 primary teeth and as mentioned, 32 permanent teeth. Teeth's function is to break down food, to cut, to chew and tear grind like a pestle and mortar. The bottom teeth are used more for grinding of food and the top teeth are mainly for biting. 
And so just sensing into the mouth, into teeth, rooted into the gums, teeth. And being mindful of what it gets evoked, sensing, feeling into teeth.
Now shifting from teeth to skin. Color of skin can be black, brownish, whitish, reddish, whitish. Its shape is like a big bag of grain that takes the shape of what's inside and it's actually the largest human organ, a surface area of about 25 square feet. Skin is found, of course, above and below the waist, the location all over the body, from face to feet to fingers. Actually, it's bordered by head hair, body hair, nails, and teeth. The skin is the soft outer cover or organ that forms the outer surface of the body. There are over four million pores in the skin. And yet in one square inch, one square inch there lies four yards of nerve fibers, 1,300 nerve cells, 100 sweat glands, and three yards of blood vessels. That's in one square inch. Also in one square inch of the human body has an average of about 32 million bacteria living on it. Humans shed about 600,000 particles of skin every hour, about a pound and a half a year, about 105 pounds if you live to the age of 70. Most of the dust particles in your house are made from dead skin. So just even from this morning, it's close to 9.30. We've been here since 6.15. A little bit over three hours, times 68 people, times 600,000 particles of skin, a lot of of dust. Skin's function is that it shields the body against infection, dehydration, injuries, parasites, protection from temperature changes, provides sensory information about the environment, manufactures vitamin D, excretes salts in small amounts of urea. Skin provides a relatively dry and semi-impermeable barrier for fluid loss. The skin acts as a water-resistant barrier so essential nutrients aren't washed out of the body. And so bringing awareness to skin, being mindful of what emerges, skin, skin, human skin in your body. Perhaps as your hands are touching one another, you can feel the skin. Skin of the body being present.
skin is this overcoat over the sinews, flesh, the muscles, the connective tissue, skin.
Now gently withdrawing from skin and just reflecting on for a moment these five parts that we've delved deeper into, head hair, body hair, (coughs) nails, teeth, and skin. And that these parts amongst so many other parts make up this fathom-long body. This body that lies our world, its beginning, its ending, its pathway to freedom within the vehicle of this body. May we open to clear understanding of the nature of the body and open into the heart of compassion and loving kindness, this vehicle that we live inside of. As we penetrate into the body, we begin to experience it as it is, breaking perhaps the spell of enchantment. But also this appreciation of this one precious life, this vehicle that we live inside of, opening into compassion for the body as it is. May all embodied beings, not only do human beings have head, hair, body, hair, nails, teeth, and skin, but quite a number of other sentient beings, their pets, their head, hair, their body, hair, their nails, their teeth, their own skin, to all the embodied beings. May they find the gateways into their hearts with clear wisdom. May all beings be at peace. So thank you so much for beginning this dive into the body. And at uh, 2.30 we will um, begin to go uh, underneath the skin. So every day for the next, uh, today, tomorrow, and the next day, at 9.30 and 2.30 we'll be introducing the different group parts of the body. I'm sorry. 8.45, yes, 8.45 and 2.30. Thank you. And in between those times, just a few words to offer suggestions for practice. And we've been introduced already with the breath and the body, and we can continue to use this as an anchor, as a foundation of the practice. Staying with the breath and, of course, the body at times, the sounds to be listened to, sensations to be felt, other senses, maybe tastes in the mouth, 
smells in the nose. So being in the body with the breath and the body. I also want to suggest that if working with these parts, we've just been introduced to head, hair, body, hair, nails, teeth, and skin, if some of these parts seem to come and visit you or you have some interest to wanting to move deeper into some of these parts, then feeling free to to go deeper into them. I was telling um, teaching colleagues last night, there was a period of time where I was just so into teeth. And just the whiteness, the hardness, the rootedness into the gums, and, and it brought up like these television commercials of the white teeth with the shiny stars. And, but then there's just something about that whiteness and that hardness that, and, and it just, I was just compelling. And so, just sensing into this body, what, what is speaking to you? And not that we're trying to, to analyze it, but just stay in the felt experience of it. Tampulu Sero used to say that as you penetrate in, you will you almost like see these parts in the inside. Experience it. It's full dimension of it. So just staying, so if there's certain parts that are really drawing to you, then you can just stay with them and leave out the other parts, particularly with this five groupings. And what I'd like to suggest for now, since we're just learning this practice, to try to stay within these five of head hair, body hair, nails, teeth, and skin. However, if one of those parts brings you into other areas within the body, then that's certainly fine. But stay with, within this grouping, then this afternoon we will um, introduce flesh, sinews, bones, bone marrow, kidneys, and onwards we'll go. And of course, if you're not sure what to do, it's always the signal to come back to the breath and to the body. So try to make it simple. So we'll have time for a few questions or observations, and then um, I have a few announcements, and then we have our practice discussions that we're going to begin with today and tomorrow. And just to say about the practice discussions, I got a few notes from people saying, well, my name is not on the list, and so... It should be on tomorrow's list, the meetings for tomorrow, and if it's not, then do let us know, and that will be posted soon. But any questions or comments from either um, last night's talk or um, this practice now with the body? Please. <laughs> so the question is um, the acknowledgement that there's a lot of parts missing and amazing that the eyes are not there. And no, I don't know why. It's very interesting. I've, I've looked in the canonical literature as well as the commentaries and there's actually not much written on why these parts and why this order. So again, I go back to having delved with this practice for many years that these practices, that these parts are like doorways into the body. So let's say you're, you're being with skin and all of a sudden it brings you into the eyes, then let us include the eyes as part of the practice. So in this way, I think it opens into the whole body. But why these parts? Why this order? 
don't know. But I find it, having worked with it now for so many years, it's brought me to, to every part and to places that I just couldn't imagine within this fathom-long body. Thank you. Please. Head hair, body hair, nails, teeth, skin, skin, teeth, nails, body hair, head hair. Yes, it's dizzying going forward and backwards. And I believe that it's, it's perhaps rooted in traditional old teaching methods of memorization and learning and repetition. You go to the gym and you work with the weights and the repetition builds the muscle mass. And so the repetition of going forward gradually learning to go backwards, then gradually learning to go forward and backwards. It's quite amazing. And so it is a training. And perhaps when we begin to go backwards, it it gives us a little bit of a tilt because we're so used to the forward. And so then it begins to help us, ah, let me come back. Oh, yeah, skin, skin. We might begin to actually experience it in a different light because we're now practicing from a backwards rotation rather than a forward. So we get to play with it, if you will, in different ways. Yeah. Please. So actually, there's there's no information about where the eyes belong. And at the same time, you know, there's no information where, you know, the armpit is or the pancreas or the lymph system or, I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds of other body parts and systems. And so my sense is, for example, let's say, again, I was, well, I was giving an example last night about my wife with, with diabetes and the pancreas, even though it's not mentioned as she was with the digestive organs, the pancreas naturally arose. And so I'm not sure where the eyes might arise within us, but as we stay with the body, you might all of a sudden just find yourself in, in your eyes, in the eyeballs. And maybe it's bringing up my, the difficulties in seeing or not seeing, or maybe there's just some compelling interest. Eyeballs, what are eyeballs? And, and so just follow that. I'm sorry that I can't have, I have offer a very precise definition why, where that goes in, but it's trusting in our own practice. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. The um, how to discern when um, being with a part of the body and it brings us into a, a thought and a memory, and how to work with that, and sometimes getting lost with it. And so, I'd like to just invite um, this wonderful quality of discernment a mindful discernment. And, and 
there may be times where it's valuable to allow myself to sense into that, to that feeling. So, for example, I, I said earlier of a former yogi that was meditating on head hair and got in touch with the memory of, of her dying grandmother and stroking her hair. And, and then it just bringing up this world of grief that's just still in her heart. And, and so the, the, the practice was in that moment was to honor and acknowledge the grief that was there. This is an important part of her life. And so when it comes to the, uh, like a hurt on the elbow or something like that, I mean, yeah, as we stay with the body, different memories may get evoked. And so we'll discern, oh, here's that memory of an association. And just to acknowledge it, we may not necessarily have to go into the deep grief about it, but if, if that arises, then that's what's really got you. But just to know, like, isn't it interesting? I'm just sitting with my body, and all of a sudden I'm a little kid, and I just banged my elbow. Isn't that interesting? Like, this body is our incredible storehouse of our lives. And sometimes just weird things happen. I was with... Um, the hair, the body here, and all of a sudden a memory arose some time ago when I was working in a chicken restaurant having to clean chickens and, and put them on spits and have them cook, and I was like, like just like the fine hairs of chicken here. I mean, why did that arise? I have no idea why that arose. But it's like, it's like all these things are just coming out of the body, and so our practice is to acknowledge it, if it is something worthy of a deeper, oh, here's some grief, here's some sadness, and let myself experience it, and maybe it's just to be acknowledged and to be known, and then just come back again to skin, 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 and just sensing in. So this way we work with it. Did you want to comment on something? I thought you may have looked at me earlier. No? Okay. So I'm looking at our time, and so I want to honor, because with our practice discussions that um, we... Oh, that's right, but actually I do want to make a few announcements. Thank you. That's right, the Chigo. So the, the, let me just give a few announcements and then we're going to move into the Qigong, which is actually going to, we're going to revisit the head hair, body hair, nails, teeth, and skin. But for some announcements, the practice discussions begin at 10.30. And 11.30. On the bulletin board, it was marked at 11.15. We've crossed it out and put 11.30. So those in the 11.15 group, please know it's now 11.30. Richard will be meeting in room one, Sally in room two, and myself in the council house where you registered and came for the retreat. So 10.30 and 11.30. We will need to uh, invite, if someone would like to be a practice leader, which means at the 12 o'clock sitting, we will need someone to uh, ring the gong at 12.30 to end the sitting and to go to lunch. This is a very important bell. (laughs) (laughs) And so would there be a volunteer that would be willing to take that responsibility for the rest of this week? Thank you so much. And... I would like to humbly ask that um, it's really important to come to the sits, particularly when we're uh, doing the, the parts of the body and the qigong and the dharma talks. 
And if at all possible, just so that we can really hold the space here, we'd appreciate when you come in that you stay for the whole time and you know that it, within 45 minutes the bell will be rung and, and then you can go out. And unless, of course, the, there's a bathroom internal Richter skill of an 8.5 or a 9, if you need to go, then definitely no one's going to be holding the door saying, don't get out of here. Go, but do it mindfully and quietly because, you know, we're in an, an intentional space here. And the same thing, it would be really great if we could all be here on time because we're really, really supporting each other and holding this space of, of practice and community. And I trust already, even in the silence, we've already begun to feel the sense that we're in this together, we're practicing together, we're supporting each other together. So I really want to invite uh, that as well. Please try to come on time and to stay throughout, if at all possible. And if there's any other announcements... So um, we'll have a bathroom break and uh, come back for Qigong, or if you're choosing not to do Qigong, then it's a walking period. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.